This is the pilot episode of Please Touch the Art. It is a podcast about art education and accessibility of art. I am Kieve Roadheaver. I have a Master's of Fine Arts from Columbus College of Art and Design, and I am primarily an acrylic and watercolor painter. And I'm here to talk with my friend Jesse. Hello. Tell us about yourself, Jesse. <laughs> okay. So my name is Jesse, and my pronouns are they, them. I currently hail from Ohio because I got sucked into the vortex by the College of Worcester. I studied anthropology and classics, two fields that care a lot about art, but I don't know a lot about art. So I'm here to learn some stuff. Fair enough. I also use they, them, theirs pronouns as an aside. So I've already pulled up the image that we are going to be looking at on our screen. You'll find a link for it in the show notes. If you want to follow along with us, that'd be really cool. Jesse, do you want to tell me something that you either notice first about this piece in particular? All right, jumping straight into, what, what did you call it earlier, a cold read? Yeah, it's okay. a cold read. So a cold read is when you walk in, you don't know anything about the artist, you don't know anything about the piece that you're looking at, but you have some, some things to say about it. You want to like know a little bit more about it before you read the artist's statement or talk to the artist about it. Right. So first initial reactions to this piece. To be perfectly honest, I find this piece uncomfortable to okay. view. This piece offers, it has layers, right? The first thing that my eyes are drawn to is, you know, the mouth mm -hmm. with the lips drawn forward so that you, you see the teeth. Yeah, I find it really interesting. Um, when I look at this piece, the first things that I notice, other than the mouth and the basic form or the way that the shapes are made on the page is that we are looking at a a layer of paint over top of a photograph. Um, How do you know that? I know that because when you are looking at the image, you can kind of see the strokes of the paint. You can kind of see the tool marks left behind by the brush. And then when you're looking at the mouth in particular, you can see kind of the way it's rimmed where the paint kind oh, of stops and you can right. see like... It's more photorealistic than the rest of the image. Another thing I'd like to draw your attention to is like how the eyes are just barely visible. That's part of the spooky factor mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, definitely part of the spooky factor. I think it's really interesting that all of the places that we normally look at to kind of identify a human being, like their hands, their hair, their eyes, nose are covered by just solid layers of paint, the beige for the skin, the kind of burnt sienna for the hair, and the white for the background. It's definitely interesting that the background is so stark. 
Yeah. One of the things that is really going into making you and I feel unsettled is a term called scopetophobia, which is the fear of being looked directly at by a painting or a person. I have never heard of that before, but it's such a real thing. Yeah. My my friend in my undergrad was really affected by scopetophobia in particular. Another thing that is a little grotesque is we are not used to seeing teeth and the mouth and the inside of the body is really visceral. Especially since it's not just teeth. It's the inside of the gums and mm-hmm. the, the inside of a lip. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say about how this piece might make you feel before we talk about who this artist is? How does it make me feel? Unsettled, a little uncomfy, but also a little hyper aware of the body, my yeah. own body. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I, uh, I really, really love that. We're going to segue into the reveal. This is Rosanna Jones. This image is of that person or the person made it or both? Both, Both. actually. This is a picture of Rosanna Jones by Rosanna Jones. Um, This is from a work entitled Skin or Concealment. They have a, a current website and they have a process blog. On their process blog, it is lumped into experimentation with the theme concealment and in their website it's lumped in to the work called skin so this is one piece out of a larger work with multiple pieces yes there are multiple pieces and skin has a lot of pieces that are exactly like this with the mouth shown and everything else blocked out and also has pieces that are showing more of the body and more of the face This is paint and photo collage. Rosanna Jones in particular works with fashion photography and identifies as a mixed media artist and illustrator. So Um, mixed media I can kind of follow because we're combining paint and photography. What is is fashion photography about this piece? Um, So fashion photography, I personally for this piece, I don't see a lot of what I normally think of as fashion. However, the artist herself, like, is a fashion photographer. A lot of other works deal more with, like, destruction of clothing and removing and placing faces where clothes would be and, like, different things like that. I'll have a link to Rosanna Jones's website and Instagram at the end of this so we can look a little bit more. Look at more pieces. Awesome. Yeah. Rosanna Jones is from the UK. They live in London. And they went to Falmouth University. They do a lot of, they do experimentation, blending paint and photo and photo process to create a lot of different illusions in their work. This piece in particular with concealment and skin, we were, wow, we. The royal we. we. The royal we. We are looking at right now their exploration into how body image affects identity, more specifically with how following fashion trends can manipulate how somebody identifies with their own self and their own image. And a lot of that can be kind of seen with the blurring of who we are looking at. A lot of that I'm reading just from the fact that like, the layers of paint are obscuring the vast majority of the face, but there's some power in the way the eyes are looking at you. It's actually a really great tool that they're eliciting with that because you are stealing some power 
from what's called the gaze. Tell me about the gaze. Tell you about the gaze. So I don't mean the gaze as in what I am, the, but... Both of us, yeah. No, not us. those gaze. Not the those gaze, gaze with a Z in the middle. Um, the gaze, it refers to specifically the male gaze, the white male art historian or artist gaze. It is how a feminine person or sexual object, even like things like fruit and sculpture and like bowls and stuff like that can be painted in the gaze. It's essentially the sexualization and the the taking away of power from a figure or object that is inside of a piece of art or is a piece of art in and of itself. In a lot of Renaissance portraits, you'll notice that no one is making eye contact with you. No one is looking back at the viewer. The moment that you have those eyes looking back at the viewer, the viewer feels some agency, some personality from the work that we're dealing with versus us just being able to do whatever we want with whoever's in this painting. There's a deeper connection, right? Mm-hmm. If you see people in a painting interacting with each other, you're an outsider. As soon as they turn and look at you, you're a part, part of, of it, it in a different way. Yeah, definitely. I I really like that the only parts of this image that are quote-unquote real because the photography looks more real than the painted part is the part that is the most grotesque in this image, is the mouth, is the visceral part. And I think it's also part of that power play with the viewer and with like how they are pushing against like fashion and beauty standards. Especially since you were talking about the intersection of body image and identity. Mm. I'm starting to see that in this piece now, Yeah, especially with the idea of revealing your mouth, revealing the inside of your body, revealing the inside of yourself. There's some interplay there that makes sense. Yeah. I actually, I also want to pose that this is also in line with a kind of work called, rather not a kind of work, but a movement called identity art. Okay. Identity art describes any kind of art piece that is talking about the experience of a minority. In this case, this is a woman talking about problems that are associated with femininity. Not that men don't experience pressures for body image, but... But we're focusing. um, But we're focusing on this piece in particular. I don't know whether or not Rosanna Jones aligns herself as an identity artist, but I think that it is something to think about and look at when you're looking at this piece. Another thing to look at when you're looking at this piece is the body positivity movement and feminism and how they kind of interlock and go hand in hand. And the body positivity movement, of course, is essentially just the pushback of you can be, you can look however you look and not have to worry about fashion um, and beauty standards necessarily. We can try. Uh, We can all try. Another thing I think I'd like to talk about while we are looking at this piece is kind of art with a capital A. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of gatekeeping amongst kind of like fine artists and the academic world kind of gatekeeping, putting different kinds of artists in boxes. And one of the things I want to talk about is the fact that this artist in particular has a BFA, has gone through all of the academia hurdles and identifies specifically as an illustrator and specifically as a fashion photographer. 
illustration is a kind of commercial art. It is it represents either something that you cannot see or something that needs to be more clearly defined. It's often considered a decoration or a visual explanation. And a lot of illustrators, a lot of elite artists or fine artists kind of have a little bit of like a silly beef going on. There's a rivalry. Um, Yeah, there's a rivalry between commercial artists and fine artists at times. How do you tell the difference though? Like where is the line? There isn't a line. So commercial art is kind of defined as something that the American populace or the populace of whatever country you're in or selling to wants to consume. It is art made for consumption. It is art meant to be bought. And therefore, a lot of the problems that fine artists have or claim to have with them is that illustration is fast and that illustration can be capitalist and can be run more by the people that is being made for than generated from like the inner workings, the inner thoughts and feelings of the artist. I see what you mean about that line being blurry to non-existent in that. Yeah, especially because I feel like this art piece in particular is not what I would consider classically commercial because classically commercial art usually like it's I I hesitate to say the word pretty, but it's usually prettier or more cult if it's going to go down this grotesque. It's hard to imagine this route. piece hanging in someone's living room, for yeah. example. Another interesting thing about illustration and fashion photography is in a lot of ways photography replaced what illustration used to do. There was a lot more illustration in advertisement and stuff like that before photography was really big. And now... Right, because you can't go online and find a stock photo when it's 1800, you know. Right, exactly. You can't just do that. And I've, I've been noticing like a little bit of back and forth with that illustrations kind of like coming, becoming more of a thing and it's still got its places. But what I think is interesting about both of these, fashion photography and illustration are defined as being fast. And with this piece in particular, I'm seeing a lot of paint strokes that look as though they were applied quickly. And what I mean by that is they're long and broad. There are moments that are that are just not fine-tuned. You can see a little bit mm. of what you said, burnt sienna. I was going to say brown. You're okay. I'm trying. You're, you can say brown. It's fine. <laughs> so the, the brown of the hair in certain places, you see it spilling over the lines, right? This is not a coloring within the lines piece no. with paint. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to touch back on, talk about a little bit more about? Ooh, let's see. Not right now. Not right now? Not right now. I'm frozen. You're good. That's fine. Um, (laughs) So I would like to plug WCBE um, for having us. You can find this podcast at WCBE.org and where other podcasts are found. I... I'm really grateful for having us. I'm also going to plug Rosanna Jones. You can find Rosanna Jones's website. Anyway, it's rosannajones.co.uk, which is spelled R-O-S-A-N-N-A-J-O-N-E-S dot C-O dot U-K. And their Instagram handle is Rosanna Jones, but instead of an S, it has a Z at the end. They also have a Facebook, Rosanna Jones Photography. And I am Kieve Roadheaver. My Instagram is kieve.art, K-I-E-V-E dot A-R-T. 
Jesse, is there anything that you'd like to plug for yourself? Sure. You can find me on Twitter if you like tweets about poetry, chronic illness, and cats. My Twitter handle is Jesse Themself, J-E-S-S-I, and the word themself. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Yeah, totally. And if you really like this artist, you might also consider checking out Catherine Opie. Is that going to be in the notes? I'll put it in the notes. Thanks. It'll be in the notes. <laughs> I'll find it. Out of this skin.